Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Shine Hills at shinehills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills. Well, hello, everyone. We're back. It's Sandy and Julie here for the podcast. And I just want to, my first question is, I wonder how many people have like a little dance that they do with the jingle when it comes in. I don't know, but I can't help myself. I have to kind of do motions to it. Yeah. So if you're listening out there and when we have the jingle on and when we're live in service, if you have a good dance, we'd like to see it. And then maybe you can teach the rest of us. That'd be great. (laughs) So Sandy, we are, we are back and we've kind of been talking about the things that We've had on podcasts before, and we've talked about peace and chaos, and we talked about identity, and then today we are going to talk about comparison and the, the ugly comparison trap. So I don't know about you, but it's kind of like there's a little bit of a trend happening here. I do think there is a trend, Julie. I feel like the struggle is real. <laughs> the struggle is real, for sure. Yeah, and uh, as we were talking through and, you know, uh, what we're going to impact today with comparison, there is... Uh, you know, there are some things that, that bleed over into identity in Christ, but comparison is kind of its own animal, and so um, we're, that's what we're going to talk about today, And but really want to spend time, we'll talk a little bit about what comparison is and what happens when we are compared with one another, or we're comparing ourselves, you know, there's lots of different ways um, in which we can fall into that trap, but um, but really we want to give some tools, and, and this is through a, a couple of different devotionals that, uh, again, that Sandy's found on version. so so thanks yeah, for Yeah, and I just, I, I do not have a problem with comparison whatsoever, so everything I tell you, you can just, that's the tools I've used. No, I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> here's a little, so here's a little confession of the soul. Um, Julie talked about version, and so these are some uh, devotional plans that I have been doing in the last few weeks, and then you can be your own judge if I struggle with comparison. Okay, let's go. And let's see judgment and jealousy. So um, my big fat mouth, <laughs> there's a you version, a devotional, enemies of the heart, love is a person, break free from comparison, which we're going to be kind of talking about today, and enemies of the heart. So that has been you said enemies um, of the heart, twice. enemies of the heart twice. I must have done it <laughs> twice. Um, like, so that was good. I got to go back. So yeah, I mean, the crazy thing about comparison is, you know, here I am 50 plus years old, and mm. I would have thought that I would have figured all that stuff out, you yeah. know, after junior high, high school years. Yeah. Um, but the bottom line is that we still fall into that trap, don't we? Yeah. And, you know, I've been thinking a little bit, uh, you know, social media, I've been on Facebook 11 years now because those are my most, you know, when they do your memories or whatever, those are the posts that are the oldest are 11 years. And so I've kind of really been thinking about the past 10 years of my life. And, and, you know, I'm like you in, in junior high, high school, I was, I was the nerd. I, I wasn't athletic. I know shocking to everybody out there. Um, But, you know, I was, I really found myself in those comparison traps because, to small school athletics were big and I didn't fit into that mold and so I was constantly comparing you know my worth based on on who was around me and so I guess I would I would have hoped that in the past you know 
in looking from my younger perspective that by the time I was 40 something that I would have a better uh, grip on that. And so let's, you know, starting with social media, that seems to be just the, the easiest place where we can compare and, you know, where, where I'm comparing my, my inward struggles, my inward insecurities and all that kind of stuff with everybody's, you know, their highlight reel. Yeah. And so uh, that's, I think, kind of one of those big things like, you know, has it gotten any better for me in the past 10 years? I, I don't know. I, I would hope to say that with my walk with Jesus that it has, but boy, it is sure easy to fall back into. It is. And I think that the things I compare maybe have changed mm-hmm. in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously when I was in junior high, <clears throat> high school, I, I wasn't a wife, I wasn't a mom, so I wasn't comparing myself in those ways. Yeah. But but um, I mean, I'm still, again, 50 plus years old and and even find myself comparing myself to things that I do have control over. Mm-hmm. Like um, I do have control over if I exercise and lose a little bit of weight and yeah. I do have control over how much work I do. And so and it just, you know, the jealousy thing can kind of just, I don't know, slip right in there but sure. without even realizing it. <clears throat> yeah, well, and, and I think, too, we can even put a Christian lens on it and fall under that comparison trap of that, you know, you are amazing in benevolence and, and being able to care for people. And, um, but that's something that God has gifted you with and, uh, not necessarily like my gifts and talents are not the same as your gifts and talents necessarily, but it's easy to be comparing ourselves of like, Oh, I wish God gave me that talent. And, and, uh, you know, she can do better kingdom work because she can do these things. Whereas my, gifts and talents, maybe, you know, something different. Um, I can, you know, organize a file real well or something. I don't know. <laughs> you <laughs> but, do much more than that. But well, yes, even, you know, even when we're doing good things, we can find ourselves and right. the comparison of others. And that's just not who Jesus would want us to be. That's right. Well, let's dive a little bit in and uh, we're going to st- start out. We've got kind of three different highlights of, you know, we're talking about what is comparison, what happens when we compare, and then how do we overcome comparison, which is really where we want to camp. So we'll kind of run through those first two questions quickly, and then we'll really land on on the last question. But, uh, you know, comparison comes from just really a lack of identity, uh, a lack of purpose, and a lack of confidence. And I think I can identify those things that I am focusing on others when there are areas in which I feel weak. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you had anything to elaborate yeah, on. Yeah, no, I think that's that's right. I mean, they're, they're just, um, I, I, I do want to say this. I think that sometimes when I compare myself to somebody else, like let's use the, the work environment, um, that could be something that spurs me on. If someone is really excelling at what they're doing, mm-hmm. that can encourage me and spur me on. But, but for my experience, most of the time when I'm camping in that comparison, uh, nothing good comes out of that yeah. for my heart, my mind, my soul. Yeah, yeah, because we end up just kind of looking at at it as a thing of like, wow, gosh, I wish that I was doing that, or I wish I was good at that, instead of celebrating what that person can do and how God has equipped them. And, and I think too, um, one of the uh, things I tell myself or I try to think about, because sometimes I can think of, oh, really, I I'm not comparing myself, but if I'm so you, you really guys are really listening to my soul now. So if I'm somebody does something great or gets kudos for something, whether it's at work or um, somebody that uh, is in sports and is competing against one of my children, like if mm. I can't be really joyful and happy for them, mm-hmm. if I find myself hiding uh, their feed on my Facebook page, mm. like that speaks a lot to my heart yeah. that I can't rejoice with the good that is happening in others' lives. Yeah. And so that really 
God really convicts me on that really quickly that the reason I can't rejoice is because I'm comparing and almost and jealous of their success. Yeah, and one thing in that devotional that you shared, she talked about the type A personality really struggling with comparison. I think we all struggle with comparison in, uh, in varying levels of degree and in different areas of our lives maybe, but that really resonated with me because, um, you know, I am probably pretty type A, uh, and, you know, and but that being the best and uh, all those things and, and you know, d- excelling in whatever it is that we're doing, that really gives us a sense of security, but it doesn't last. And the thing that struck me the most is that, you know, and I remember this from going from a, to a, you know, I graduated from a small high school c- class of 27, and then I went to university, and it was, you know, there was one, I was one of 10,000, and you know, I'm, I could be a big fish in a small pond. And then I go, there's always going to be somebody better than us. There's always going to be somebody better than our kids. And, you know, it's just amazing to me, the reaches of comparison that we can fall into, but to be able to be content and, and rest in that because comparison is a thief. It's a thief of our contentment, our joy, and our influence. Even if we're so wrapped up in that comparison, we're taking away our influence on others. Yeah, I think of that scripture verse that just talks about thinking of others more highly than yourself, Mm. you know, being humble and thinking of others more highly than yourself. And if I, I will speak for myself, if I did that on a more continuous basis, Mm -hmm. um, I really wouldn't be 50 plus years old and still struggling with comparison and jealousy. Um, And then, and then for me, I'll just speak for me, Sometimes even some gossip can get into that yeah. because um, because I'm comparing myself and it's 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 a lot easier to tear someone down to make myself look better yeah um, than give them the kudos they deserve and so that again is not what God would want for me and I'm right. not glorifying Him in any way. Well, and I think there's this tendency to you know we're trying to stack ourselves up and see how we measure. And, you know, we, there's kind of two different ways in which we fall into that comparison. There's those that we want to be like, and so we're, we're kind of putting ourselves in like an order, you know, like if you're lining up for school kind of a thing, like, well, they're better than me. And so I'm going to be jealous of them, but then I'm better than them. And my life's more together than theirs, or my kid's life is more together than whatever. And so, so like, okay, how do I stack up here? And, and that's not how God sees us at all. And, and so to be able to wash away that that lineup if you will is is so important yeah yeah no I agree that's a we're always just looking for where do where do I fit in this Mm -hmm. you know what is yeah where do I fit in this in this world and in the setting and whatever it is and so yeah it's we can fall into that very easily yeah and it gives us I mean it really gives us a sense of superiority and which is really pride which we know pride goeth before a fall. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, I do not need that no. at all. And the bottom line is that I really can be the best at something because that's mm-hmm. my gift, but I'm never going to be the best at something. Right. Like there's always going to be someone that is better than me at whatever, like mm-hmm. pick the subject or someone that's better than my child at whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that just isn't long lasting. Like yeah. if those are the kudos I'm I'm waiting for, then great. Well done. I got him on this side of heaven and that's about it. That's right. That's right. Well, before we move into our, you know, we really want to talk about what it is, like how do we overcome this comparison trap? I just wanted to reiterate the disclaimer that Sandy said at the (laughs) beginning is that, that we are, we struggle with this too. And as we've picked our topics for podcasts, we've really wanted to identify things that, gosh, you know, we as friends, as women have, have struggled with these. And so 
we know we're not isolated in that. And so uh, hopefully, you know, as we are finding some tools that we're working through, that these can be useful to you as well. So all that to say that there's, <laughs> there is no sense of having it all figured out on this side. Yeah, of the we microphone. are absolutely no experts. This is, I think, is this yeah. our third podcast, our fourth podcast? This is our third. Our third podcast. Yeah. And I always say, like, we're no experts. It's just two friends trying to follow Jesus as best as we can. Right. So, and sometimes I um, get it more right than a lot of other times, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So as we look at overcoming comparison, the first thing is to seek true humility, what pleases God and brings him glory. So you, you touched on the humility thing and, and you know, uh, so I'm going to read Romans 3.23. It says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so, you know, we can't really, when we were looking at that lineup, um, Galen has used this analogy of what God sees in sin is balloons. He just sees balloons. He just sees our sin. He doesn't see the length of the string. Um, whereas we are trying to make some sort of a string length of and, and how we compare. But really, you know, we've got to approach it with humility because... We, we're all sinners. We, nobody is doing this perfectly. Right. And I think that even humility, when I think about humility, like I, I can fall into having this false humility. Mm-hmm. Like if someone gives me a compliment for something I did, I'll be like, oh, yeah, well, mm-hmm. thank you, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, and so that's that's just a false sense of humility. Yeah. It doesn't humility doesn't mean um, it doesn't mean what I think it means. I mean, humility really is thinking of someone uh, else yeah. better than myself yeah. every time in every circumstance, thinking of them better than myself. That's and right. that's hard to do. It is. Well, in the devotional, she used an example of when you're shooting a, a bow and arrow. <laughs> Hang with me. <laughs> that um, it's easy also, to... Also, people can't see that you're shooting a bow and yeah, arrow. Yeah, and it looks terrible. It looks <laughs> horrible. That's, that goes back to where I'm not sporty. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I try. But but follow me with the analogy. And so we need to keep our eye on the bullseye, right? We need to keep our eye on the target. And when we do that, we're keeping our eye on Christ. We don't want to keep our eye on the other arrows. And um, when we keep our eye, you know, even if you're shooting or I don't know, find another sport analogy. I don't know. But if we're looking at something else, then we're going to miss. We totally miss the mark if we're not looking right at that target. So how important that is that we keep our eye right there. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good analogy. I've never shot a bow and arrow, but if I ever do, I'm going to keep my eye yeah. focused on the bull. I, I've thrown a dart maybe once or, once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> and and then finding freedom in our identity in Christ. And, you know, we, we did that podcast talking about identity, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And, and just really there's freedom in that. And and going back to when we were talking about our spiritual gifts and stuff, it, that, you know, God has created us in all different ways and given, given me unique gifts to glorify him, given you unique gifts to glorify him. And there's freedom in that. And being able to celebrate, like, gosh, Sandy, you – the way that you minister to people who come in or th- that are hurting just it blesses my heart because I know that you are using your gift to the, for the glory of God and it's okay that I don't necessarily have that I mean I don't want to say that I have that gift you know but right. it's not no. it's not one of my strengths yeah. and so you know t- instead of being jealous but being free to uh resonate and accept how God has created us is so important and it gives us I think that freedom to be able to to celebrate when somebody else is using that gift for his glory yeah and I do think I mean we we you know talked about at the beginning that there there seemed to be um, a theme to all of this and, Mm -hmm. and it really does go back to our identity in Christ and and if if I can't figure that out, and sometimes I'm having to figure it out on a daily basis, on a minute-minute yeah. 
basis. I mean, yeah. we don't live in a society that tells you um, <laughs> not to compare. Right. I mean, we live in a society that is always having you compare, mm-hmm. whether it's you're comparing goals, fitness, again, those things that you have control over and those things right. that you have no control over. Right. Um, and so, yeah, identity in Christ and, and just renewing your mind and who did God create me to be? And he didn't create me to be Julie Fogg. Yep. Um, you know, he didn't create me to be, I can, I, you know, I can come to church on Sundays and listen to the worship team and, and go, oh my gosh, you know, like their voice is so amazing. Yep. And if only I could sing like that, but yep. that's not, God didn't give me that gift. Yep. Um, he does not want me on the platform <laughs> singing anything. Um, same. Same. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, the comparison thing is, yeah. um, it goes back to who God created me to be in this moment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the next thing as far as comparison is, is concerned, you know, a lot of times we take our struggles and we use as like, oh my goodness, that person isn't struggling in this area. And then we start comparing ourselves. But I, I want to share a, a quick story about struggles that we read in, in this devotional that we're doing as a part of, I, I know the worship team's doing this devotional, it's called Peer Praise, and it just spoke to me so clearly, and he was telling a story, and I'm going to summarize it, but it was about this man who had this this uh, cocoon that was in his office, and he was so excited for this cocoon to open, and he couldn't wait, couldn't wait, and so he decided to take like a little exacto knife and cut it open. Well, the the, so the butterfly emerged, and then it fell to the floor, mm. and it wouldn't fly. And so he had a bug expert come in, and he said, "You know, why is this butterfly not flying?" And he said, "Well, they used the struggle of breaking out of the cocoon in order to give them strength to fly." Wow! And I that just yeah. hit me so like our struggles and, and whatever they may be, those are the things that give us our strength. And that's how that, you know, we, we may be in a season of just really, really struggling, but we're building those, those muscles, those spiritual muscles to be able to fly later. And so I just thought that was so beautiful. And I wanted to share it because, you know, when we're in a struggle, we just are comparing like, well, that person's not dealing with that. I really wish I was like that. And, And that their life is together, but you know, we do all have our struggles, but but to be able to take that as an offering to the Lord and say, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to, to build those spiritual muscles and trust you. And, you know, all those things are what builds our testimony. But anyway, I just thought that was such a beautiful picture. Yeah, that is a beautiful picture it. because, because basically he was, he was wanting to rush it. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't want to be patient. I want this to be done. I want it, I want this to be done. And, and I know that even in my struggles and when I find myself comparing or, Hey, how did someone else, what did someone else do to get past this, Mm -hmm. um, it might not be the same thing that God has for me. That's right. Um, you know, and then years and years ago, I heard, I think it was at a women of faith conference. So it was years ago, but the speaker said something like everybody has a story, right? Mm. Um, and so I don't know what other people's struggles are. And so for me to compare what I think I know and introspect on what I think I know, and then think I'm not as good or as worthy, like that just is setting myself up for failure. Yeah. Yeah, and and it goes back to again, you know, we unless we really are walking with somebody in their their journey, we don't really know what those struggles are, and so we're comparing our innermost struggles with their highlight reel. Right. Whether whether we see them on social media or we right. see them, you know, out in public, they're you know friends from church or work or, or whatever. we're comparing or I'm comparing my beginning to their end. Like right. they've they've already walked through this and they're on the other side, and so I just start it and I wanna. I want to already be on the other side. Yep. I want to rush it like like he wanted to rush the butterfly. Yep. I want to fast forward through fast this. Fast forward through yeah. this. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there's uh, three questions that I'm just going to wrap up with that are talking about that we can ask ourselves when we find ourselves in those moments of like, oh, I, you know, starting to compare and I don't want to do that. And of course, we want to identify that unique way that God created us. And, and we talked about that already. But when we're tempted to compare with somebody else, we can ask ourselves, what is this person showing me about God? And and looking at it through that lens, through that, looking at through it as a, through a Jesus lens that we're looking at this person or this situation, and that can give us a whole other perspective. Um, and then in interactions, what is God revealing to me in this? If there's something interaction, positive or negative, God God wants to use those for his glory. And then fi- finally, when we're, cel- we're threatened by others' talents or success or whatever, how can I celebrate what God is doing in this person's life? And so I just love those because all three of those questions take that focus back on Jesus. And, right. and we want to make sure that that's where our focus is when we look at people and, and, and not at ourselves and our insecurities or, or our superiority or whatever we think it is, but that we're focusing back on Jesus. And, and, and I love those three questions. And those are three easy questions you can always ask yourself if you mm-hmm. find yourself in this kind of roller coaster ride. And then just even thinking like, I mean, if you just stop and if I stop and think, what, what, what am I comparing? Like, honestly, why yeah. am I falling into this? Um, the thing is that when I start the comparison, then I stay in my own head. Yep. And so then I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to be good enough. They're always, they're always, and I start using global statements. And so I love yeah. those three mm-hmm. questions. It kind of falls under, you know, the scripture verse that talks about renewing your mind, yeah. right? Yeah. You can ask those three questions inwardly yep. and, um, and start renewing your mind. That's right. Well, Sandy, I think you were going to wrap up with the scripture verse that you were going to pray over us, and then we will wrap up our time for today. So, And ahead. I was, and um, hold on one second. This is the second time I do this, seriously. I caught you off guard. Sorry. I know. Um, so this is Ephesians uh, 3, and then it's about 4 through 16 or uh, maybe through 18. And so um, I just want to pray this over us. It's a great scripture verse. I pray it over my family each mm-hmm. day. And this is just a great scripture verse to, to just own and pray. Um, and it will help you get out of that craziness, uh, hamster wheel of comparison, feeling jealous, even gossiping. Um, for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all of the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Mm, amen. Well, Sandy, thanks so much for doing this with me again. It was a lot of fun, and I hope that you are encouraged. I hope that um, that his word just continues to strengthen you. And as Galen always closes out, be, be strong, strong and, and very, very courageous. courageous. Take care.